the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So Katanji Brown-Jackson is going to become the next Supreme Court justice. She will not be, as Politico said yesterday, the first African-American Supreme Court justice. She will be the third. Third good marshal. Clarence Thomas apparently don't count. But Katanji Brown-Jackson counts because Katanji Brown-Jackson is a darling of the leftist wing of the Democratic Party. She's supported by all the uh, left-wing organizations. They had no interest in Michelle Childs, also a black woman. Although, <laughs> I'm sorry, Katanji, I should not say also a black woman in reference to you because, I mean, if you can't identify yourself as a woman, I am remiss in myself uh, labeling you a black woman. So, uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson, how will we know that she's going to get on the court? Well, because she has the support of good old Mitt Romney. Yes, and another ostensibly Republican senator, Lisa Murkowski. But Romney's endorsement is the real head-scratcher. Because Mitt Romney voted not to support Katanji Brown-Jackson when she was approved to serve on the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia in 2013. Now... The U.S. District Court in the District of Columbia is seen as the uh, AAA level of uh, the judiciary. If you get a spot on that court, you are one heartbeat away from the Supreme Court or one forced retirement away in the case of Stephen Breyer. So Romney says, no, you don't have the temperament, you don't have the judicial chops, you don't have the allegiance to the Constitution. There's something about you as a district court judge that, mm, 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 mm. But a more consequential job, Supreme Court, he's okay with. Now you could say, well, she must have really distinguished herself. Romney has come to the recognition that he was wrong on this, and he should support Katanji Brown-Jackson. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe, uh, but that would be a hard case for Mitt Romney to make given that her rulings were routinely overruled by the Supreme Court and because, of course, her most notable characteristic that distinguishes her from other judges is that she likes to let pedophiles off with virtually no penalties that people involved in the judicial branch believe they should get, whether that's minimum sentence requirements or those requested by prosecutors. So Mitt Romney, what, is Romney pro-pedophile? I don't think he wants to own that. She more than meets the standard of excellence and integrity, Romney said 
yesterday. Hmm. More than meets it. Uh, what is much more likely? Much, much, much more likely is. How many headlines do you think it would make or did make in 2013 when Mitt Romney voted against Katanji Brown-Jackson as a judge to the U.S. District Court? Do you remember that leading CNN? Do you remember that? Rachel Maddow going off on that on MSNBC? Did that send Don Lemon into uh, a conniption? Tear-filled? Did Chris Cuomo rail against that on CNN? No. That went under the radar, like way under the radar, like subterranean relative to the radar. But voting against the Supreme Court justice, even if you have the cover of 48 other Republican senators, is a bridge too far for Mitt Romney. What a waste he is. You know, in hindsight, would we have really been any better off if he had beaten Obama in 2012? I mean, when you think about it, the course of the Republican Party taking the course it has taken now, which I think it is a consequential course it takes now. It's not a perfect course it takes now. January 6th was a stupid, stupid error that handed Democrats a sledgehammer to continue to use against the conservative movement. They're not using it accurately. They're not using it fairly. They're not using it in the proper perspective, but it nevertheless gave them a sledgehammer. So that was one area I would say that a little bit of Romney decorum would have been preferable to what we saw. But every other way, you think if Romney had won in 2012 and gotten reelected in 2016, you think Romney would have been tough on the border like Trump was? You think Romney would have ended all the regulations? Romney started his own version of Obamacare. He was the forerunner of Obamacare, Romney Care in Massachusetts. Would we be where we are now? Would we feel like those of us who do feel like we have the chops to fight back against CRT and wokeness and the ongoing push? by the LGBTQ movement, would Mitt Romney have empowered that? Or would Mitt Romney have smiled as we all circled down the drain to moral relativism? I think the latter. Mitt Romney is now such a terrified of criticism senator. He hasn't even endorsed Fellow Utah Republican, well, really, Romney's not a Republican. Mike Lee is a Republican. And Romney won't even endorse Mike Lee for re-election. Thankfully, Mike Lee won't need it. But I sure hope Romney gets primaried when his time comes in four more years. So, Ketanji Brown-Jackson's going to get on the court. What do I say? Left never holds a victory party, right? They've gotten tons and tons and tons of their social agenda either enacted or right to the cusp of being bulletproof. We got knuckleheads in our school boards locally, not just in San Francisco, not just in New York and L.A., locally fighting for CRT, putting the transgender unicorn on the wall in our local elementary schools, Kaleidoscope Youth Center, telling our Hilliard-Davidson high school teachers that 12-year-olds have gender all figured out. 
Now, we're awake and we're battling, but we need more in our army to fight back. We've got a biological man winning NCAA championships competing against girls. So we got to keep fighting. And now we got the OHSAA, the Ohio High School Athletic Association, holding a seminar in Westerville on Friday on diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging because you can't be- – diversity, equity, and inclusion doesn't include belonging, apparently. Will the rural schools in the state of Ohio, if the OHSAA goes down this road, say, well, have fun, we're going to set up our own organization, and we're not going to continue to pay dues to you, we're not going to support you. I'll tell you what, if there's a conservative businessman in the state of Ohio who wants to start that organization, I think you'd have a lot of takers on that. A lot of takers on that. Because the movement is starting to gain some traction. Here's a lawsuit. Concerned women for America. And you have to fight the battle the right way. As I said, January 6th is the wrong way. Those poor people who are still in jail, they've had their lives ruined because we don't have a justice department. We have a department full of partisans who have no compassion, no sense of fairness, and think nothing about ruining the life of an average everyday American who just showed up in Washington, D.C. to support their candidate. And then did they get caught up and hooked and sucked in to something that got out of hand? Yeah, that happens with mobs. It's only prosecuted when it's a conservative mob, when it's an Antifa mob. You can burn a courthouse. You can shoot police officers. You can ruin businesses. And that's all mostly peaceful. That's all mostly peaceful. So I'm heartened by the number of people who now that they've actually physically seen a biological male win an NCAA championship, and they flash forward to a future where, wow, that could happen right here in the Big Ten. That could happen right here in the Ohio Athletic Conference. Yeah, it could. You know what the rules are in those leagues? You're a biological male. You want to compete as a girl? You can. You can. Nobody's going to say anything to you about it. People might not like it. There might be a few people who might be willing to protest it, hold up a sign. They'll probably chase them out of the gym. So it's important that you just, if you're waiting for somebody else to win this battle for you, mm, like, man, you're taking a big chance. I'll say that. That's as kindly as I can say it. You're taking a big chance. Concerned Women for America has filed a civil rights complaint. There you go. Take the rules, take the laws that are there on the books, and use them against this kind of stuff. They filed this lawsuit against the Ivy League that allowed Leah Thomas, a biological male, to compete on its women's swimming team this past season. How do you sell that as a civil rights lawsuit? We'll give you the parameters of it next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So how do you make a case on a civil rights lawsuit basis against biological male Leah Thomas competing as a woman? The Concerned Women for America has filed this lawsuit against the Ivy League. University of Pennsylvania is a member of the Ivy League. The charge is that Pennsylvania University failed to protect the rights of collegiate female athletes by permitting Thomas to swim on the women's team. 
where his biological advantages, puberty, more muscle structure, all that, allowed him to win at a level which he could not win when he was the 462nd ranked man in America. Here's the quote from the lawsuit. The future of women's sports is at risk and equal rights of female athletes are being infringed. We filed a formal civil rights complaint against the University of Pennsylvania in response to this injustice. Any school, this is the key point, this is the key point, any school that defies federal civil rights law by denying women equal opportunities in athletic programs, forcing women to compete against athletes who are biologically male, must be held accountable. Now, what law are they talking about? They're talking about a law that we've been celebrating this year. Yay! Title IX. Woohoo! 50 years of Title IX. Billie Jean King had to go out to the midfield hoo-ha at the Super Bowl, toss a coin. Going to celebrate Title IX, Billie Jean. Yay! I'm a fan of Title IX. My daughters have benefited. From Title IX. My wife has benefited from Title IX. She was a college athlete, multi-sport college athlete. My daughters have opportunities. I know my daughter's going to school to play soccer in college. And part of that contributed to the grant that she got to go to that college because of her soccer ability. That didn't used to exist pre-Title IX. So I'm a big fan of Title IX. I'm a big supporter of Title IX. And the... Progressives would tell you they're a big supporter of Title IX. It's not like they're against Title IX. No, no, no. They don't want to be labeled as soldiers in the war on women. Those are only the evil Republicans who are against the women. They're the cheerleaders for what? Equal pay, right? Everything pays unequal. Oh, the Democrats will come to your aid on that one, even though that's a phony made-up bit of nonsense just like gender is but the democrats want one foot in the title nine camp and one foot in the lgbtq camp the problem is hmm those two camps are moving away from each other putting leftists in an uncomfortable position of doing the splits to stay loyal to both parties I made this point today on social media. I was trying to think. Portraying yourself as pro-Title IX and pro-LGBTQ, specifically the T in there, which would allow, as it allowed Leah Thomas to compete as a woman, would allow biological men to compete as women. You say, what about biological women competing as men? Okay, go for it if you want to. It's not going to be the same inherent competitive advantage because the physical strength differences are generally, generally going to favor the man in that equation. But saying you support Title IX and saying you support transgender rights in sports, or really not even in sports, in anything, is like saying you support world peace via nuclear war. Like, would nuclear annihilation bring peace to the planet? Well, yeah. I mean, after after the uh, haze faded, it'd be pretty calm. There'd be nobody left. You could get nuclear war, and you could get world peace. Is there'd be like some really ugly 
uncomfortable carnage linking those two together. And likewise, there's going to be some really uncomfortable carnage if people are able to persist in the lie that you can support transgender rights and support Title IX. But the left is not averse to lying. (laughs) I mean, we know they are not averse to lying. How do we know? Hmm. I can think of no better example than Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Right? What a catchy slogan. Who could disagree with that? I bet companies will give us lots and lots of money. Well, they weren't wrong. The founders of Black Lives Matter, Patrice Cullors, Alicia Garza, Opal Tometi, they saw an opportunity. George Zimmerman acquitted of the death of Trayvon Martin. Oh, what an outrage. Let's talk about the continual deaths of young black men at the hands of police officers. Well, George Zimmerman wasn't really a police officer. Oh, it's okay. We can portray him as one. He was a security guard. Black men are being killed by white cops. He wasn't really white. Oh, it doesn't matter. For the purposes of marketing, he was a white cop. Okay. Well, it worked. They got a lot of companies to donate to the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Are they a serious organization, the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation? Well, they are. They're serious about one thing. They're serious about making Patrice Cullors, Alicia Garza, and Opal Tometi stinking rich. And it has worked. Remember the stories about Patrice Cullors taking BLM money donated by, hmm, who else? Besides, I don't know, Apple, AT&T, Coca-Cola, Home Depot, on and on and on. All the big companies, Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, Unilever, all of them. Big money. Why? It's extortion money. It's protection racket money. If you donate, we won't criticize you. If you don't donate, well, then you're racist. It's a great grift. Worked fantastic for a while until Patrice Cullors decided to tweet a picture of herself outside a really, really nice home in California. And somebody asked the question, I wonder how she got the money for that house. Well, turns out Patrice not only bought four high-end homes for $3.2 million, she, Alicia, and uh, another BLM poobah, Malina Abdullah, recorded a video last June. Now, I know the color stuff at her house in California came out long before last June, but, you know, if you can't dunk on people on social media with how rich you are because companies have donated money, what is the fun in that? Laying low when you've stolen millions of dollars from big companies. I mean, laying low just doesn't feed your sense of ego. So they posted a picture outside this mansion, and now the L.A. Times has looked into the mansion and finds that it is a 6,500-square-foot spread with more than six bedrooms, bathrooms, fireplaces, a pool, parking for 20 cars. And where did the money come from? Well, it had been donated to the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.